Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Kingdom Life with Prophetess Alandis Porter. This show is designed to feed and nourish kingdom leaders to reflect the heart of God. Listen and be blessed. Good morning and welcome to Kingdom Life. I'm your host, Apostle Alandis Porter. And you have tuned in to the Release the Word Radio Network. I'm so excited about the show this morning because God has been dealing with us about um, kingdom, about kingdom citizenship, kingdom responsibility. And so this series that we're going into today, we're going to be teaching on our kingdom responsibility, but it's going to be on the fruit of the Spirit. And we're going to actually, before we go into each attribute, each fruit, we're actually going to explain why the fruit of the Spirit is so important in the life of a believer, not just in the life of a leader, but in the life of a kingdom, um, kingdom period to every believer. So I think um, we we really need to be educated the who we are, why we are, what we are, um, and and then we can get to some deeper things. Because if we don't even stand in who we are and what we stand for and the reason why God gives us what he does, how can we walk that out? Because we don't even understand it. We don't even understand what God has given us. So we're going to go deep into that. So so you won't walk away misunderstanding what it means when we say the fruit of the Spirit. Okay? So I'm going to take a short break, and I'm going to come back. I want you to get your pens and paper, get your Bible, tell a friend, and we'll be right back. Give myself away so you can come on let him know I give myself away I give myself away so you can I give myself away would happen if a generation embraced it. Come on, tell them, here I am.
All right, we're back. For those of you who are just tuning in, you have tuned in to Kingdom Life with Apostle Alandis Porter. And today our topic is our kingdom. We really are going to really go into deep, um, explain what that means. Our key scripture is the book of Galatians. It's in the New Testament, chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. And I'm going to give you a minute to get that. I'm going to read it in a different translation, but uh, it basically says the same thing. I've come to love the International Children's Bible Translation. It's really simplistic. Um, It's written for children, but it makes it so plain you would never guess what the Lord is talking about. Um, And we're going to Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And it says, But the Spirit gives love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law that says these things are wrong. Now, we have found that the fruit of the Holy Spirit is a biblical term that sums up nine attributes of Christian life. And that's according to Paul when he was um, teaching. uh, The Apostle Paul was teaching um, the church of Galatia. And uh, this is when he taught on that. but he, it actually says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, faith, and self-control. And uh, he just began to teach the church about what that meant and that these were the attributes that we are to have as believers. Um, because when you come to God, he changes your nature. I, I I actually thought about it this way. Um, when we are born, we are born with our parents' DNA. Um, this is how you you have a it's like a brand. Um, there are chromosomes from your father and your mother. Um, but when they look, if they were to try to match you up of what you're made of, it's called your DNA. Uh, but when I thought about DNA in the spirit realm, um, we have God's DNA once we invite him into our heart. But I, I, I put the acronyms like this. The DNA of God means divine nature of the Almighty. So if you have the divine nature of the Almighty on the inside of you, there are some attributes that should come with that. There's some character and some integrity that should follow you. And I I thought about when in St. John 15, when it talks about the tree and the branches. And I want to read a little bit of that because this is, this is kind of how we're going to go with this just to explain what that means. Because if you can look at God as the tree, we are the branches. So we grow from him. So it says, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. It's um, St. John 15, verses 5 through 8, but it's real short. 
I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me he can do nothing. For man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. So that lets us know, if we are connected to God, there should be some evidence that we are. There should be some signs that other people see that shows them are connected to God. So what does the work and an empowerment of the Spirit mean to you? What does the fruit of the Spirit mean means to you? Let's, let's go into that. The fruit of the Spirit is God's love at work in us. That's the love of Christ flowing through us in the Holy Spirit form. All because that personal relationship we have with God. We have God's presence, living, breathing on the inside of us. This result um, gives us the ability to reflect his fruit in our character and in our actions. And this is actually a moral obligation that we have as believers to carry these fruits out in our lives. If you don't have a relationship with God, if you're not communicating with God, these things do not get fine-tuned. They don't uh, grow because it stems from that relationship. And the result is we have the ability to reflect it on the outside so that people actually see the evidence. This um, then becomes our visible evidence to other people of the growth, of, of the maturity, of in our relationship. People begin to see that as we grow. It comes out of that relationship with Christ Jesus. And it is supposed to become contagious to others and affect others. That's why he calls us salt and light. When, when, when salt seasons your food, it tastes better. Well, sometimes if you put too much salt on it, it might be a, horrible. But it, it put, it's put on your food to add flavor to it. So does Christ add to us. He shows the world who he is through us. We are the go-between. This is why we have to pray to become a reflection of who he is so that people will glorify him, not us. So we want to have that evidence of our relationship on the outside. We want to display Christ in in our uh, mannerisms, in our demeanor, 
in our temperament. So that means the fruit makes us um, influential, shows others the transforming power of God. And we can't do this alone. This is one thing that's true. This is why we need the Holy Spirit, to guide us into that truth, to guide us when we would go in the other direction, to guide us when we would do things that are not part of the fruit of the Spirit, because every fruit has an opposite. And and, and we're going to get to that. We're, we're going to give what the fruit is, and then we're going to give the, the opposite of what that would be. But we want to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us. We want them to see God's act of love at work within us and through us. And we want it to be conveyed in our attributes, in our character, in the integrity we walk in, being virtuous, being men of valor. This means we have to cultivate each fruit so that that can happen. How does that happen? We need to read our Bibles. We need to pray. We have to have communication with God so that he can fine-tune those things on the inside of us, take out that stuff that's not like him, put in the stuff that is. That comes from your communion time with him. So that's going to be very important. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter the time factor, and I'm not talking about minutes. The quality of time is really what you need. Whether you spend five minutes or three hours with God, if you're transparent with him, he can still deal with you. If you are real with the Lord, you'll touch his heart, and he will touch yours. You speak to him, and he's going to speak back. Give him that space because you want God to be able to fine-tune and transform you into whom he desires you to be. So know that you're not alone in this. So as we allow God to cultivate the fruit, God causes his love to grab our hearts. And one thing that um, you'll find about walking in the spirit and allowing the fruit of the spirit to control your emotions and your life, you'll find that love, connects them all. Love connects every fruit. It's underlying of all of them is love. If you have no love, you have no joy. If you have no love, you have no patience. If you have no love, you have no peace. If you have no love, you have no self-control. If you have no love, you are not kind. So if these things are not operating in your life, you see just the opposite. If you have no love, you have hate. There, there is no go-between that. 
you either love or you hate. It's not in between. Oh, I kind of love them, or I kind of hate them. You either love them or you hate them. But know that love is what connects all of them. So we want love is going to be the first attribute I talk about because without love, trying to operate in all the other fruit of the spirit does not work because if love does not control all of that, it's going to run out. Try being patient with somebody and you don't love them. You might be able to do it maybe. It depends on how you really feel about the person. Maybe you could do it five minutes. Maybe you could do it uh, five hours. Maybe you could do it five days. But eventually you're going to get tired because that patience is going to run out because if I truly don't care about them, if I truly don't have the love of God flowing and operating in my heart, it's going to stop. So that's why we need the Holy Spirit and we need the love of God empowering us so that we can operate in the fruit of the Spirit. So as we walk in these fruits, it begins to build our faith and it begins to allow that faith that we believe in to develop so we are able to pass on that to others. So the fruit um, cultivation and the production in our walk, he begins to create and he begins to set a tone in our behavior, in our conduct with one another. God begins to show us what's in us. And when he does that, he changes and transforms us into being, having joy where there was none, having peace where there was none, having love where there was hate. That's what the fruit of the Spirit does. It changes our behavior. And and when that happens, this shows off our Lord as we start to know him. We uh, make him known in our attitude. We, we may start to cooperate in ways that we didn't. As we go, grow closer to him, that relationship with God through the fruit where people see that. So walking in the fruit of the Spirit is an outward evidence, an outward appearance, and an outward reflection of your relationship with God in private. That's the public evidence that you have a relationship with God. And as we begin to grow more and more, as we begin to grow in our faith, we'll begin to be more devoted to God. We'll begin to trust him more. We'll begin to obey him. When we start to steer in other directions outside of the fruit of the spirit, we'll start to get conviction about that. 
And as we we spend that time with him, that'll begin to change. And others will begin to be affected by the change in you because the Holy Spirit is at work through the fruit in your life. So we have to allow emotions, our spirit man, and as we pursue that relationship with God, it causes us to run after love. And when we run after love, it causes all the other fruits to operate. So then we see this wonderful, how we say it, collaboration going on between all the fruit because they're connected to each other. And they're connected by the love of God. And that's such good news. And it it, it starts to produce a really real godly commitment. And people begin to see that outward evidence and demonstration of our obedience to God. Because we begin to obey him in ways that maybe we didn't before. As a matter of fact, I'm sure we didn't before. And this helps us form that character and that maturity begin to have an effective Christian life. It causes us to stretch. It causes us to move past just what we feel because feelings are going to be felt. People are going to hurt your feelings. Things are going to happen in life. Life's going to happen. But the fruit of the Spirit helps us to conquer that life. We need to hold our relationships together, to allow opportunities and our choices to be valued in the commitments that we make. It helps us to keep our promises and keep our word and be who God has called us to be. It empowers us to do that. And and it it is not just the feeling, because if we went based on our feelings, you get up some morning and you don't feel saved. If we would run with that feeling, we would live a defeated life a whole lot of days. So I'm going to stop for a moment, and I'm going to take another break. And I'm going to let you allow that to sink in, and then we're going to come back and talk some more about what is the fruit of the Spirit. I'll be right back. Continue. Now. Looking at the fact that we're going to allow God to grow our faith by the fruit of the Spirit, it it, it would be likened unto, and I want to give you a visual of how that will happen. You know when a person is making bread, they need the dough first. They need that dough, and they're pressing it, they're pressing it, 
first of all, they drop it in water and it expands. And then when they take it out, they need that dough. And they're rolling it around. Sometimes they're punching it. They're poking it. And that's kind of what happens to us. We we go through a whole lot of changes when we're going through this transformation. It's not like this transformation is easy all the time because you're fighting good with with evil, fighting against um, the enemy, and he's not going to make that easy for you. But you can do it. Um, I want to read Romans five. Verses one through five, and 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 this is going to bless you. This is in the God's Words translation. It says this: Now that we have God's approval by faith, we have peace with God because of what our Lord Jesus has done. Through Christ Jesus, we can approach God and stand in His favor. So we brag because of our confidence that we will receive glory from God. But that's not all. We also brag when we are suffering. We know that suffering creates endurance. Endurance creates character, and character creates confidence. We are not ashamed to have this confidence because God's love has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That's why I said the Holy Spirit is important in the fruits of the Spirit and love definitely important because it's what brings that all together. This is what helps us. This is what helps us in every area of our lives. The fruit of the Spirit will combine with all the other godly characteristics that we have. And it will promote and it will push our ability to grow in our personal faith, be able to grow in other areas of our lives that are essential. You, the one thing that you'll notice right away is relationship because, because your relationship with God has changed, your relationship with others will change too. And this helps us to build help, healthy families. It helps us to build healthy marriages, just relationships in general which will help us to build healthy churches because we will be modeling Christ. We will become a reflection of who he is. And the way that that happens is through the fruit of the Spirit. Now, the fruit of the Spirit works just like any other uh, fruit on a tree, um, just like a, a, a apple tree or an orange tree 
produces juice and pulp. It has peels. It has a core. You can um, separate it in segments. And it has seeds. And it's all held together by skin or rind. And it attaches to a tree by a stem. And that's how it gets its nutrients. It flows through it. That happens in our relationship with God. If you just eat the pulp or the juice and throw out the rest, the nutrients won't get to you. Thus the fruit, it withers up and dies. So if you take the fruit off the vine and do not use it, no nutrients, which means the fruit of the Spirit can't flow through you. So the same is as our relationship with God. That's how our relationship works, can build our faith so that we'll be able to share that faith with others. God makes it and it requires us making an effort, us allowing him to develop us spiritually so that we can grow in our faith and we can have those things that are necessary for us to have a healthy relationship with God. That's what that stems from, just like that. We have to have all the substances combined together, creating faith, empowering our faith. So that's what the fruit of the Spirit does for us. I'm going to take a short break, and we're going to be right back.
All right. We're back. And we're going to sum up the this portion of the lesson, what the fruit of the Spirit, what that means. And I believe I've broken it down uh, effectively where you will understand why you need the fruit of the Spirit operating in your life. Um, because it's, it, it's vital in the life of a believer. Um, it, it's required because, like I said in the beginning, the fruit of the Spirit, it is the outward evidence of your relationship with God. Um, I, I want you to think about something, and I'm sure um, those of us who are on the call that um, have been saved a while, you you have lived it and you know. Um, the closer that you get to God, the more time you spend with the Lord, the more you read your Bible, the more you change. The same happens because as that happens, the fruit of the Spirit starts to operate in your life because you allow the Spirit of God to control your actions, control what you say, control what you do. Because what the fruit of the Spirit in the physical, it empowers us to have that healthy, growing relationship with the Spirit of God. We have an effective relationship even with the Holy Spirit. And that gives us the transformation and the power to live that transformed life. And it actually shows others how powerful God is in our lives. It inspires them and it affects them. But in order to become more mature believers, and, and, and build healthier churches and healthier relationships, we need those attributes in our lives. So this is what we'll be going through. There are nine fruit of the Spirit. Um, in several different translations, uh, and, and in other religions, they may give them more, uh, but... In the King James Version and in uh, most of the translations from there, there are only nine. And actually, the word is fruit. We don't even have to put an S on it. It, it, um, it sounds singular, but it is plural because it's... It's uh, multiple, but but it, it, it encompasses all of them in that one word. Um, we, we see even in um, 2 Peter 1, it gives us a slightly different um, listing, but basically uh, most biblical theologians, um, they look at the Galatians view, of the nine, and uh, it 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 
illuminates and, and, and it really cultivates our character. But we want to really focus on them. And we want to allow those fruit to flow in our lives. And again, I'm going to give you the key scripture that we'll be coming from. And we're going to have several others. We won't be able to read all of them because uh, there's a lot um, of information with each one, but I will I will definitely go through and give you key scriptures. And I, w- I want to give you a few to leave you with just to go over, just to, you know, solidify the understanding of this. Uh, there's uh, Habakkuk. Chapter 2, verse 4, there's St. John, chapter 15, and you can read the whole chapter. There's Romans, the 12th chapter, and there's Philippians 2.13. And for those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to the entire message, um, I encourage you to go back and listen to this on demand so that you won't feel lost once I start um, going through each attribute. Um, I encourage you, this will be up on Release the Word on Blog Talk Radio. So it's it's Blog Talk Radio forward slash Release the Word. And you can look under Kingdom Life. You can look under Apostle Alandis. You can look under Alandis. You can look under Family. There's a you can, but you'll find it under Blog Talk Radio forward slash Release the Word, and then just look up Kingdom Life, and um, you'll be able to go back and rehearse it and and repeat it and really allow it to sink in, so that when we start going through each attribute, you will be on point with that. So next week, we are going to go through love and joy. We're going to do two at a time. And then we'll go through peace and patience. Then we'll go through kindness and goodness, faithfulness and gentleness, and self-control needs to be done by itself because that's a lot by itself. And, and, And all of us know how hard that is. So we're really gonna, um, really gonna enjoy going through these because it's it's really so vital to the body of Christ. It's so vital to the kingdom of God, and it's it's vital in the life of a believer. So I encourage you to really allow God to have His way in your life. Allow Him to fine tune and stay on the Potter's wheel. Don't get off, because when we get off, we can mess some things up. This message has blessed you, and I hope you come back for the next four weeks. We're going to be going through this thing. We're, we're going to break down each and every one so we have a great understanding, and I promise you it will bless your life. So until next time, keep living in full effect for the King. God bless you. If you were blessed by this program and would like to learn more about our products and services, connect with us on Facebook at Kingdom Advancement Global Ministries. Follow us on Twitter 
at KAG Ministries or visit us on the web at KAGMinistries.com. 